Remember when Elisa was like, traitor is the act, the person, and what is the action? And you were like, traitor. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, she was like, treason. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Like, oh, yeah, native speaker on hand. Traitorism. <laughs> this is the meat of the podcast. <laughs> Wait, have you ever, have you ever caught your, have you ever caught your profile reflection in the mirror? Yeah. 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 This shit feel like I won't ever make it home. Graphics backed up, I got to get off of this road. Okay, from St. Petersburg and Brooklyn, this is She's in Russia. I'm Smith. And I'm Lilay. Lilay. And I'm Lilette. Because she's so tiny and wayfish. I'm small. As I filled out my, my curves. <laughs> As you become a woman. My hips have widened recently. Hello, everyone. I'm ready to bear children. On, on episode 54, Lily will, it'll be a live birth. <laughs> we're like alive impregnating. Ew. I, yeah, we're pivoting towards audio porn. I, hey, that's actually a pretty good idea. They, those must exist, porn podcasts. Oh my God. Could they not exist? That's like a million dollar idea though. Because I wonder a if, million there's, dollar if there's anybody idea. who's doing it well. Just take your because clothes off and voice acting. Slowly yeah. touch my pussy. All those, <laughs> your mother's going to love that. Like all those phone sex operators that like went out of business in like the early mid 2000s could have jobs. Went out of business. Podcasts. I think that they're still doing a good job. All right, let's get to the goods. Yeah, what's today's episode? I don't know. You tell me, bitch. Apparently, well, as as the audience has suspected, this is just a conversational one. Since everybody was really gung ho about the last one, you guys really liked hearing about Lily's dating life. So In particular, fear not. We're gonna we're gonna yeah we're gonna hear about that more towards the end of this oh, episode. Oh boy, I think. but You're yeah, baiting them. Just, oh, oh yeah, I am baiting. Um, baiting. But yeah, we're just gonna we're just doing a conversational one. Still Russia related things. I've just been feeling kind of, I, I, I guess I'm still just not used to like the effect that the climate here has on me. And by climate, I mean the light changes, like when it's really dark and when it's really light. Yeah, because it's getting into the white nights. Yeah, yeah, it's like fully coming to the peak of the white nights, which will be in late June. And so it's like light all, it's light till really late and there's very little actual darkness. There's maybe like two hours of real darkness and then it's like and then it becomes the sky becomes that sort of like bluish again yeah I, I don't know there, it, there's like a manicness about this time I, I, f- I felt it last year and I felt it I felt it like every year but it's weird because it's like every time I feel that like sort of manic like you can't you're not fully rested but then you have a lot of energy thing every time I feel it it's like I I don't know I like doesn't it doesn't matter that I recognize that I can't really like do anything about it and what about other people though? Do you, I, I like? Do you get that sense? Like once the white nights start happening, is like everybody out in the street much later than yeah, they normally? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, right now it's not. It'll be more drastic in late June when people will be like walking around the streets, going out. But it's like, yeah, it's like everyone 
is at the office later even I almost feel like because like I don't know it's almost Mm. like it's almost like you blink and it's like nine (laughs) o'clock it's weird (laughs) I mean I don't know but the same thing it's the same thing in the winter where like I I'm still not really used to how dark it is or like I don't really know how to manage it it's just it's interesting how that like I feel like I've like acclimated in so many ways and like feel really really comfortable in this place but then there's like the the like physicality of the climate or like the what's the what's the word uh the element the elementalness just like it's like this part of being here that you you like I guess maybe I'll acclimate to it eventually but maybe you never acclimate to it and that's sort of part of it part of the like it's like a it's like a giant mood swing anyway I was trying to just give the I was trying to tell people that I feel a little bit funny what time is it there right now Seven thirty. just starting my day <laughs> you, you know how it's fun to like think about a big decision you made in your life and then to think about like the two versions of yourself like the existing version and then like oh if I'd gone and done that other thing what you know just like fantasizing about a different version and I was thinking about recently like the two versions of you which is that one is the person that you are which is that you moved to Russia and I think and then the other version is where you didn't move to Russia oh. um, and yeah especially because like I mean, we've talked about this a little bit, but like the initial interest in Russia was like kind of arbitrary in a way. So it's plausible that you could have just as easily ended up taking like German literature or something. Literally um, worst choice ever. You know that I don't like how <laughs> German sounds. I, okay, Spanish. I've never taken German literature. Excuse yes. me. I, did t- I took German literature. I took one class, but I wouldn't have but like taken language. Year, right, with that guy who had that like horrible bomb. That situation. guy, he's like a famous professor at our school and has a large Twitter he's following. He's famous. He's like, a, he's like one of those cult figures. Yeah, but you better watch it. Where you're like, that's weird. You shouldn't insult him. He could tweet us. Okay, sorry, Mr. Man. At any rate, the the point is that the versions of you are becoming more divergent because it's like plausible, like, oh, at one point you could, okay, you chose to go to Russia, blah, 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 and you could have gone for like a year and then come back and it would have just been like this little tryst in Russia and like (laughs) the effects that it would (laughs) have, that it would have had on you could have been like fairly minimal in like the, the long term version of yourself but now like you've been there for almost four years etc like you're in argue like this is arguably a formative time in the way that like we're no longer in school and then it's like the first (laughs) this fake amount of time but this like first four years out of school where like you become a quote-unquote adult and you've spent that time in Russia do you ever think about that um yeah because we like measure things by our stupid like educational system yeah Yeah, educational system and just that like you are spending this time in a yeah holy oh i think about that a lot actually i think about that a lot in the like i feel like i think about that in the context of work a fair amount where i'm like i never worked in an american corporation like a company that has like an office company i don't have insight except for like through you basically into like what that might be like and I feel like then it becomes harder to sort of say like if it would be what aspects of it would be like better or worse or different from like a Russian corporate environment which I'm like pretty familiar with now at least on in like the tech startup vibe but like have I ever thought about that like what I would be doing it's it's not just like oh you're what you're doing it's not just about your actions like oh I'm in Russia and I have a 
job at a Russian company, et cetera, et cetera. It's more like the people I've been spending the majority of my time around and like the conversations I've been having are in Russia. It is the like kind of restification thing. Like that is forming how I think about things. And I might think about things differently had I not been here yeah, for four years. Yeah, yeah, It's a little bit scary to think about that. Like one of the things I think about a lot is that I moved away from my closest friends. And like except for when I go home or like you and I still talk a lot. It's like I'm choosing. It's like I made a decision to like not interact with my closest friends on a daily basis, which is... Right. Which is weird. And like, I mean, not weird, but it's just like sometimes feels very um, concerning a little bit. Like, I guess that you I can always sort of convince myself that like or I know that like my relationships with my close friends are there and are like stable, even if we don't talk every day or something. But it's also weird. It's just like, why are you? It's It's definitely that young. I feel like it has to do with like being young and being like when you have that sort of mindset of like, I always have other time you know what i mean which yeah. is weird it's just like, right. you're like well especially yeah. especially right after college you're just like even if i moved sort of hoping i would stay like a significant amount of time i never imagined like a concrete set of years and like definitely nothing approaching five years right after you've just been studying and you're just like ready to go do like different things it doesn't feel like it's that big a sort of like risk but if you start thinking about your time in terms of like relationships with different people and you're like actively choosing to be with some versus another. And I don't know. Yeah, that, that that's the kind of thought process I have really often where I like get upset about it. It's like not a like it's not an easy thing to think about. It's like upsetting. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like we we were talking about this like a, two years ago. There was actually one conversation we had where we talked about this and then we also talked about like the whole you should write a blog thing. It was the same conversation. Oh. And I was at my house in Oakland and I was like gardening. Do you remember that conversation? You were gardening while we talked? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I just remember because I had recently come to the conclusion because I'd been in Oakland for I guess like two years at that point and it was fine but like wasn't that great either and I I think we were just kind of having that conversation where it's like oh we're like at the point where you can actually just make a decision to live around the people you want to live with and maybe that's like the important thing and it's less important like I don't know what like the opposite side of that spectrum was I don't think we were framing it as like it's less important to like try new things or whatever it was but like I oh, remember yeah. when we I was graduated the okay, there was when when we graduated there was definitely like this I we had a conversation where it was like isn't it weird how we're not gonna like go live together somewhere because we're not a couple and like platonic friendships like you don't choose where you live based on them oh I totally remember this conversation yeah 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 Yeah. and then and then we were and then later we were having this conversation like two years later we're having this conversation where we're kind of being like well maybe that's dumb and like living around people is a something that you should do because it makes you feel good or, or whatever it was. Yeah. I totally remember that because I was like in I was in the kitchen of my favorite apartment probably. The one that with Nostia. Yeah, the one where the I lived for two years. I was there and I was like wandering around the yeah. kitchen and we were talking about like the concept that that's okay because I remember always that's okay. It's okay to go live with your friends basically. Um, it's okay to yeah. move there because of your friends because like 
Because at one point we viewed it as like a surrender. Or something yeah, like or that, like, which is really, I mean, for me, I know exactly what that comes from. That that came from aversion to making choices around a romantic partner. Yeah, it's like it's like proving. It's like somehow I don't know who it's proving to or like who it's demonstrating to, but it's demonstrating that like you're wholly independent. We're now getting to this point where like trying things isn't as daunting. It's like, oh, we can like try this thing. And if it works, it works. And like things are much closer together in space than we realized. And like it's like, for example, it's okay for you to go back and forth. Like that's something that can happen or like we can try other stuff. And it doesn't have to be this like weird permanence where like you're in Russia and everybody else is here. I feel like that was something I tried to convince people of since I moved like I was like the world is not that big like you can just fly it's not a big deal (laughs) and like my two of my best friends just visited me for the first time last week you know yeah for this whole four years and like maybe they felt like I don't know but I feel like they probably got that sense also they're like okay but that wasn't so crazy I just sat on a plane for eight hours nine hours like okay more than that because you have to transfer planes so it's like okay two days of planes (laughs) (laughs) two days of planes but then like i come to this whole other country and like they only spent a week here but we did like a shit ton of stuff and they like saw a lot of things and it's yeah i feel like i was trying to like pound that into people's heads from the beginning and it's maybe just like starting to happen yeah now donnie we're a slow crowd (laughs) part of it is a money question but like that's also part of as we're getting older we're able to like hopefully have slightly more money yeah in, yeah in our capitalist dreams and fantasies i just this is a short ant question but i was thinking your russian must be getting really good because you're dating somebody who doesn't speak english yeah it's true has that has it really improved yeah yeah it has that's nice yeah in the past like it's crazy in the past like well now i've been dating this person for eight months so like a couple months ago i feel like i noticed it and recently i saw someone and they were like that i hadn't that i used to work with and they were just like oh my god like your russian just like totally leveled up it's like totally different level oh from my six god months. wow yeah so it's like no it, that's so it's nice. nice it's 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 crazy because like i always spoke russian at work but then again like only with my like coworkers because you i don't speak russian in like my whatever interactions in work you know like emailing or whatever because i would always do that in english so like anything for work officially was english but in the office was in russian but like if you think about it you don't actually talk that much you don't have like long conversations at work the the amount that i'm speaking now is is much more increased because like if before i would come home and like with nasa we spoke english at home a lot maybe always like a lot now I, i live with one person who i speak russian with all the time and one person who i often speak english with unless the other one's there and then we all speak russian it's not like i actually had that much long form conversation going on before that and so that it really is notably different also like it's it's hard like maybe that's why i'm tired (laughs) (laughs) because you're just speaking russian all the time well that was the thing when i first moved i remember that like when i started working so not teaching english but working in an office where i was speaking russian more i remember like notable mental tiredness from that yeah just because like you don't even know that you're you're using your brain but then you realize you've been like straining slightly and i yeah i just remember that in like the first year and now do you think are you i mean it sounds like you're still a little strained but like less so well at least in smaller interactions now i'm only strained when i'm like i'm like maybe i'm tired and i'm trying to explain something and i like can't just a little regular struggle where i still don't have all the words when you guys first started dating would you say like 
I guess I'm just curious about like the level of conversation. Was it that like he would speak and then you would like speak, but it was obviously like. No, no, no. My Russian was already like, it, that's the thing. My Russian was already good enough when we started dating that it it's weird because I don't necessarily feel like it's changed that much in our relationship. Just, but you can't, it's hard to say because like we've become closer and probably talk more. Yeah. You know, so you can't like yeah. differentiate is that because of the language. But I know like I can feel that my Russian in general has become better, but I don't feel it happening in the process. The other thing about it is that he now knows my voice really, really like he knows my Russian really well. So he can like yeah. sometimes understand you, better. understand me where other people wouldn't or I'll make a mistake and he'll just like know what I mean. Like it, it's something where like if I'm talking to someone else, like I might not be able to talk as fast or as like whatever okay. because they'll be like what or something like that like it's possible <laughs> but but overall because yeah because yeah, he'll just like fill in the blanks or he like knows that i always make that same mistake or whatever does he correct you yeah he started he, he corrects me in writing which he told me that like when he writes with me i mean maybe he's just being nice but he he, he like says in texting like it it's not clear that i'm not a native speaker like sometimes I'll say something weird and then he'll like be reminded by that like the weird phrasing or something so in like text if I make a mistake he'll correct it I've also just noticed that like because I have so many like daily conversations in Russian there's a couple of words where I like can't remember the word for the thing like pillow uh pillowcase pillowcase did I already tell you this no I don't pillowcase is for some reason impossible for me to remember and what, I, what is it? Do you remember now? Yeah, novelichka. And I, like, there was one point where I was, like, trying to describe to him something. You know, I don't know why we were talking about a pillowcase, but we were outside and walking. And, like, that word came up again. And I described it. I was, like, the thing in the pillow around. And he was, like, novelichka. And I was just, like, okay. And I just, like, stood and, like, repeated it five times in a row. And now I remember it. I was just like, novelichka, novelichka, novelichka. I know you. And there's like a couple, I feel like there are a few words like that where I like, yeah, I'll be like, oh, I learned a new word today. It's crazy like that I can still do that. But it's like, I have those experiences where I'm like, I just force myself to like remember a certain word that I always fuck up and then I remember it. This is also another like version of yourself thing. But like, just thinking about like, you're getting very close to this person. And if you didn't speak Russian, that wouldn't be possible. Right. Though I did have a relationship with a Russian boy where I barely spoke Russian. But yeah, it wouldn't be possible in this form. Wait, when? When. Oh, in college? Yeah. <laughs> when I was studying abroad. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that. I mean, that yeah. was such a sweet Wait, relationship. Because he didn't speak English, really, and you didn't speak Russian I that mean, well. yeah, I, I barely spoke Russian. It was like, I was in, it was when I first came to Petersburg and I was in like full, you just like are such a little sponge, you're in like full understanding mode, but you just can't say anything. So you're just like, mm, and you know, it's very frustrating. I mean, I almost feel like. So like he would speak to you and you would understand, but you just like couldn't respond. I would understand a lot of it, though. A lot of things I didn't understand. I really remember him. Ah, it's so funny. I remember like, I remember him teaching me a word. We met in the university that I was studying because it, it's like a pretty small building and there's like one inner courtyard and we just like pass each other every day and like look at each other. And we also passed each other on this like long shitty street that leads up to the building that I wrote about in that story with like the, with the dog on it, the homeless dog. Remember? The homeless dog? Nasha, Nasha Sabaka. 
the dog I wrote about. Oh, yes. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yes. Okay. The dog that I named Nasha, which is ours, our dog. Right. And like the street leading up to the school is also this like weird social space because it's like a street that you can't get to the entrance to the building unless you go on that street or you can if you go really far around but it like from the from public transport it makes sense to walk down the street and it's long and literally shitty there was like a lot of shit on it like dog shit is it <laughs> <laughs> and like wait is it a wide street no, or it's like a it's narrow, narrow little, and like, horrible and like okay it's weird because it has like a romantic i think it, i think like pushkin lived on that street and it has some like nice history but it just i just thought it was really shitty and it always has like construction and is like crowded with cars and like poop and then like um yeah but like my friend the dog lived there but it's a weird social space because as you're walking to my friend the dog <laughs> my my homeless dog friend as you're walking to the university if someone's walking the other way you have an interaction with them and it's like unavoidable. And so like professors, other students, like you're just constantly saying hi in some way as you're walking okay. on the street. And I do, I remember like one of those interactions with this boy. I like, I would always say hi to him, like informally, just passing by and then nothing else. That was like our relationship in the beginning, the first couple months, I guess, of the semester. And I remember one time we did this, like we said hi, and then we kept looking back over our shoulders as we walked on that street. He was going in the other direction <laughs> and like kept looking back. And I was with like my, you know, two American friends from Reed, most likely, or like, I don't know, it was just the little pack of American girls. And we were just like, hey, it was like very, the whole relationship was very <laughs> high, school. like characterized by not even high school, like this juvenile, almost like it was extremely like naive and like innocent middle school i mean okay <laughs> elementary well if we get into how the relationship actually went i mean it was, it was a little more than middle school but it was like basically like but it was, how long did you date him for really like four months well let's see october no less because i don't think we started dating right away in september i'd have to go back and look at my like messages because i initiated it surprise and I did it over VK. How did you initiate. <laughs> oh, nice. So you asked him out over VK? Yeah. Like we had been like staring at each other. I obviously knew who he was. It's a really small school. <laughs> We've been staring at each other for a few weeks to a month. And I was like, all right, started to get the show on the road. I got to go home in December. So I messaged him. I found him on VK, like through mutual friends or whatever. You messaged him in Russian, like, you go out with me. Yes. <laughs> I, Lily, I do, you. I really remember. Take me, okay, date. Wait, I, you, you, we didn't get to the word that he taught me, but I'll get back to that. But I do really remember. Okay. I mean, he taught me a lot of words, and I remember the like asking him out because I didn't know how to say. Did he? Did he teach you? Did he teach you the word "secret child"? <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> okay, my point is that he. Like, I, d I remember when I was writing, I found him. I was going to write to him, and I didn't know the word hang out. I didn't know how to say hang out. And I was like, I was like, fuck, like, there isn't really a direct translation of the word. And I was just like, that's what I would say in English. I'd be like, do you want to hang out sometime? I wouldn't be like, do you want to go on a date, good sir? Um, right. <laughs> so I think I figured out that it's kind of like gulias. Remember that word? Like, to walk around. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's what I ended up writing. Maybe I, like, phoned a friend and asked for advice and so I ended up saying that and he was like yeah and then basically from that point on we our form of dating was that we saw each other at school like between class and we'd like smoke cigarettes in like the inner courtyard and maybe like sometimes eat in the cafeteria together but it was like 
very little verbal communication. He would engage with me and I and I engaged with him, but now I like, can't remember how that was because like I know that I just like didn't have a lot to work with verbally. Do you ever see him around now? I, I've seen him like over the past few years, I've seen him at like parties and like social situations. I, I ran into him on the street once, but like it's kind of sad because we like had a really... I don't know. It was a really, it was like a really nice little relationship. It was sweet. It was sweet. I mean, one of the things that we did was like we would walk around. The main thing that we did, the form of our dating, it was like either in the university building just because we both had classes. But then like the main part of our relationship is like before and after classes, we would meet and we would just walk around the city like holding hands. I'm not even kidding you, like just walking. But yeah, we'd like do, we'd do that or we'd like go into a place and like have coffee or something and the same thing after and like occasionally he came over to my host's parents apartment I want to say he only slept over um maybe he slept over a couple of times but one of the times was the last night before I left were, were you guys like not really having sex you're like having sex in public no we had sex like only a few times I think I don't know really only a few times like we definitely mm. kissed and like had a romantic relationship but he I never went to his house because like his parents there was something fucked up there and I like that wasn't an option he did come to our house a couple of times and I know I know I mean I know we slept together just like a few times and I we also did this thing where sometimes we'd hang out with his like school friends and that's, okay. <laughs> that's when we hung out with the mother of his child who you didn't know no. was the mother of his child. Yeah. Back to the actual relationship, which was like, I don't know. I just have such a like, it's a very fond memory for me, but it's also complete freak level. Like we sometimes hung out with, yeah, this group of friends that he was friends with from childhood, like school. And they'd maybe also gone to like, he studied math at one point before he switched to literature. And he had like, maybe, I think he had gone to, with some of them. And there was like okay. two, three of them. There was two girls and a guy. And we would, like, hang out at one of their apartments and, like, drink. And one of those girls was the mother. Yeah, and one of those girls was um, his ex-girlfriend, who also, yeah, also his mother of his child. Did you know she was his ex-girlfriend? Yeah, I didn't know right away, but I remember once I I found out some way. I can't remember if it was through someone we knew or through her or something. Maybe it was through her. Maybe she was like, yeah, like, we used to date or something. But I remember asking him about that, and he was like... (laughs) This is our child, Igor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. It's like she was this very there like. There was always a baby around too. <laughs> the baby was never around, and she was very like she's very sort of like whimsical. He's extremely whimsical, and once I found out, I was like, you know, it would I like sort of. I wasn't super upset, but I was like, I wish that he had told me that because we've been hanging out all together, and I didn't know this was your like ex person. And he was like, yeah. He was like, oh yeah. I mean, she was my lover. He, he used the word lover, and I remember that, like, being this thing where I was like, okay, like, what does that word mean? I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> and I just remember being really confused about lover, just, like, what it connotates for him. And I was like, am I your lover? And I think he maybe was like, yes. But he didn't mention that they had had a baby, and she didn't either. And when we hung out, we were all just, like, like being normal, you know, like irresponsible people who like get really drunk and stay up all night. Like that, w- that was the vibe. Yeah. And like walk around the woods together, like because one of them lived far up north of the city. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, like we had really, we had like really, I don't know, fun hangout sessions with these people. And the girl, I remember once her, I, I really like her. I remember her, 
like taking me aside once and just being like, you're really cool. Like, I'm really glad you guys are together or something like that. Like really genuinely. She's just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. But at the time I knew even less, obviously. And I just sort of took it as like a nice gesture from the ex-girlfriend thinking that they were just sort of childhood lovers, you know? Yeah. But yeah. but still, they were like still hanging out and like being very much friends. I don't know about now. Um, but he, yeah. I mean, did I, I described his personality to you. Like he's like, he's of sort of one of those people who's not fully like on the earth or like of the earth. Yeah. And like yeah. also drinks a lot maybe. I don't know about still now, but he did. Wait, one of the words he taught me was to like observe, but in Russian it's nabludat, and it means like it mean it can mean just watch. And I remember it was like in the courtyard at school, and he was like, "I just," I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Just watching people." But it's not watch. It's not the same word for watch as like I watch a movie. It's more like observing people, um, but it doesn't okay. sound as weird as that. It's like people watching, but without that annoying, like, kitschy or Yeah. And actually, it. probably does sound a bit odd, because I think he would use odd turns of phrases. And that's the kind of thing where he would just say that one phrase. and be like, hey, what are you doing? And he'd be like, I'm just observing people. And then I'd be like, what? And he'd be like, observing people. And I'd be like, what's that? What is that? What's observe? Like, I'd say the word. I don't know what it is. And yeah. he'd be like, okay, it's this word. And like, you know, like that kind of thing where like a whole interaction can just be about one word. I mean, because then all the other people have spoken English, right? All the other like people I dated for a few months here and there, yeah, we mostly spoke English, except for like the complete rando ones, like the religious one that was like, like the Christian guy that was just like one night wonder. <laughs> one night wonder. And like, even if we spoke, I can't remember if we spoke Russian, but if we did, it didn't help me. I <laughs> guess so you just learned like Stalin apologist. Or- <laughs> <laughs> Like no, perfect. you're mixing those two up. <laughs> Stalin wasn't. So you're bad. mixing oh, those two right. up. It doesn't sorry, matter. Sorry, There's sorry, also sorry. just like yeah, there was a couple of freaks. There was one freak who, or not freak, but just like, as a mean word. Is it mean? Well, we should just be careful about using it because freaks are actually a small category. We want to be accurate. Okay, you're right. There was like one guy that I dated f- a few times who's like, uh, he's like a friend or a friend. I don't know. It was a really. Gr- it was not good. Wait, wh- which guy? I don't know if you know about him. He's like, I don't know like where he came from and why. Wait, we, when, when did you date him? First year. I didn't date him. I just went on a few dates. I mean, I went on a few, like we slept over each other's houses and it was really shitty. And then like, he was like, I don't want a relationship. And I was like, okay, I guess we're not going to hang out anymore. We literally like had two sleepovers and he was like, I don't want a relationship. <laughs> bye. And I was like, you suck anyway and I don't want to like live in your communal apartment with you with your like one room small fridge and then he also like I remember distinctly one time we like went out to like smoke a cigarette or something on he lived on this canal so we just like went outside and stood by the canal and he just like he was just like drinking from a bottle of milk which oh which I like (laughs) the idea of because no because I like milk and eggs and like that imagery (sighs) but yeah and I like the idea of just being like drinking from milk but it was not cute (laughs) yeah that's not cute like a grown man drinking from a bottle of milk is like kind of yeah and he just like lived in this sort of like shitty little room and it was just like not like whatever like I wouldn't care about that if it was a really cool person but now that I'm like remembering it it just has a sort of like the whole thing has this like dingy like 
film in my memory because of like the whole yeah. the, the person wasn't really great at all really not great actually and then like the, where they lived wasn't great and yeah the I had a I had a I feel like yeah I had a few of those like weird escapades especially in the beginning I was just like I'm just gonna I don't know what it's like to date Russian men and then I like have these horrible experiences <laughs> you're like oh okay it's bad. did he but that didn't actually turn out to be the case you've dated you've dated i mean you've dated like complete weirdos but they've been fine right yeah. like some of the no i would never characterize nice. my overall russian men i would never say like first of all i haven't dated enough people to say like i can really make a generalization about russian men but like also the people that i'm attracted to and are attracted to me are like yeah a pretty odd batch and then like i think i've had overall good experiences i even think this experience with the scientologist was like i enjoyed it oh, wait can we just go through real quick and you can tell me which of them shaved their armpits all of them oh and i don't think they they definitely don't shave with like a razor and like foam it's more of just like buzzing yeah with yeah. a buzzer balls too mm-hmm. every so full body basically not not legs okay legs can be hairy but the balls thing is like sometimes you just get the like you get naturally hairless people who just like they have pubic hair but they don't have like a really hairy like what is that part between yeah. the butt it's and not the, a whole like forest situation. yeah <laughs> the the taint <laughs> is that what it's called <laughs> there's different words for it <laughs> taint yeah taint or i think the other one is like grundle grundle, grundle. there it is <laughs> what's the russian word oh my for god it? do you know no idea literally no idea my vocabulary is not that advanced that's your goal for this week okay oh thank you can you put that on my to-do list <laughs> i mean you can imagine our relationship right with with the college boy like, yeah, 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 it was like innocent because of the language barrier, which is interesting. And because of like the cultural barrier of like, we both don't live alone. You know, we're like yeah. 20 years old or I turned, I was 21. I just turned 21. He was probably 20. And we were like just kids. Like we were, it was like being in high school where you can't really, can't really go home, but you kind of can. And then you close the door to your room, like that kind of thing. Yeah. But with an added layer of like, the type of person he was, the language barrier, the fact that you're in a different country. There is definitely yeah. something about it that's very, yeah, innocent and like movie-esque or something. I remember me being like really wanting, I was like, you need to come to America. And like at that time I was even more sort of like pro-America as in like, it's like the best place and you're yeah. dumb if you don't want to go there. Like obviously you should want to go there. Like I like being here, but there's way better. Everything's better. <laughs> Like, that's what I was, I was sure about that. Like, that's what we talked about a lot with, like, the, the other people I was studying abroad with. We'd be like, food and what are some other everyday things? Bathrooms. The whole bath, okay, there is a thing, though, where, like, bathrooms, especially in older buildings here, like, maybe people are all following a rule that's not, like, written about, or maybe it's written about and I just ignored the signs, which is that it appears that people are putting their urine toilet paper in a garbage can, and okay. it, like, yeah. reeks because they're not flushing it. That's a and thing it, like, in a lot of parts of the world where you're not, because, like, the plumbing isn't good enough to take on, like, flushing things, so you're not supposed to flush anything down besides pee or poop. Yeah, that's disgusting, and I hope that people aren't putting their, like, shit toilet paper in at least it, i hope it's just pee but like i remember that about like my university building like you'd go in the bathroom and it always smelled like rank like it just like it's such an unpleasant experience 
little like lots of little things where you're like america is way better and i I just had this conversation with that boy once we're like or maybe multiple times where like i was like you should come to america and like be that's where you should go and it's funny because he like really didn't he was like not disinterested (laughs) yeah he was just like he's like i don't really want to go there and he kind of had that like sort of semi-soviet romanticism going on where he was just like I don't want to go to the land of the capitalists where it's all corrupt, like that kind of thing. Yeah. But like mostly joking, probably. At the point where you come here and if your current person comes to visit, you should definitely, I don't know. I just feel like. What? I Literally no like idea you what you're about to take say. Him, you should take him like to the West Coast or something. Oh my God. It's coming out. The truth comes out. It's just the West West Coast is the real part of America (laughs) where we got to. It's not the real part of America, but it is better. Better. (laughs) Yeah. It's arguably better. Yeah. It's like, it's better in a specific way. Like it'll be, of course, it'll be fun to be like New York City, baby. But like, if you really want to like be like, look at America, like look at the cool parts of it, then you should go to the West Coast. And I don't, I don't even think just the West Coast. I think like to be like look at America there's like you're talking about the land and there's so much yeah beautiful yeah, land like yeah. between here and the west coast but here, the most I beautiful like land is is the pacific northwest according to smith <laughs> it's some just people really fact, like the southwest Lily. the southwest is cool yeah the southwest is definitely cool but you can't it's too Compare. dry <laughs> you can't you live can't there live it's there. too dry <laughs> that's a novelty place uh, there's so many people who live there that's okay yeah. no i know it yeah, is, no, it is I, beautiful but i just like the east coast is like the land in on the east coast is like dumb you're using not the most thoughtful words it's not dumb but it's not interesting it's like pretty flat and woodsy the woods can be pretty but they're like not even that nice they're not as yeah. nice as west coast woods all yeah. the trees are deciduous and so like during the winter like the the woods are just these like skeletons of like kind of small trees. Like the trees don't get that tall. Yeah, but that's what makes it nice because then you have seasons. I guess you have seasons but in you, Portland you, also. You do, yeah, because you have both evergreens and deciduous trees. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree with you at the land. And like I wouldn't want to show someone like only New York and be like, this is America, young man. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Go to the Oregon coast, my son. I feel like, yeah, that's another transitional thing I felt, which is that now I feel less fully sure that, like, America is better, quote unquote, because that wouldn't make sense. Otherwise, I'd be, like, suffering a lot. Well, not necessarily. I mean, I don't know what rubric we're judging by, but, like, in theory, America could be better, but that doesn't mean that other places are not good. Better means better, though. It's a comparative. But you said otherwise I'd be suffering. But that's like implying that if it's not America, then it's bad. Thus the suffering. Okay, you're right. I think it's the process of like finding cheesecake bites and other <laughs> yeah. things like that. Where you just like when when you find like over the process, over the process, over time, when you like find things that themselves are better than in the States, like they have their own goodness. Yeah, that's like a, that's a cool process. And then you're just like. It's not like the reason that I live here, obviously, but it's like, (laughs) it's nice to like, instead of being like always bringing things from the States here, which I still do. Like I still bring like Dr. Bronner's, but like, it's cool when there's things here that are better than, than there. That's the episode. Thanks for listening. As always, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Telegram at She's in Russia. 
Give us a call at plus one three four seven two nine two seven one two six and leave us a question about Russia or anything remotely related. You can also do the same thing on Skype at She's in Russia if you're not based in the U.S. Subscribe to our monthly image-based newsletter at she'sinrussia.com and we will see you next week. Nice. Nice. I'm stopping. Wait, I should stop. All your boyfriends are like, she's so tiny and small. And I want her, fuck her.